Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Now remember the Global Ag Network. I don't know. I, I just I love that segment from last week. Well, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast, and we are glad everybody is listening in, and our audience continues to grow a little bit by bit every week. So apparently, we're not we're either running people off, but we're replenishing it with a uh, little more positive amount of people on the other side. So that's a great deal. Landon, how's it going? Oh, it's going good, Brent. Good to hear you in the microphone. You're starting to finally get the hang of that deal. It's uh, it's only taken. 20 months, but you know, better late than never. Podcasting is tough. That's right, but it sure, <laughs> pimping ain't easy, but it sure is fun. Well, everybody, uh, I know it's still a, it's still a wet, it's still a wet environment up there in the Midwest, and uh, we've uh, watched those forecasts and everything, and it's just unbelievable to see how much it's rained up there and how much it continues to rain. But down here, we uh, don't. It, uh, it blew hard today, Landon. What did you, did you see some wind gust readings? I didn't see any readings, but I saw some wind gusts. Uh, yeah, I saw some wind gusts coming out of your office. But, uh, yeah, I think we were blowing up around 40 or so, gusting up to 50 maybe. It was a pretty wild day. We were we finally got finished up planting cotton, and um, it was because we probably ran that last 36 to 40 hours nonstop because we were supposed to get like this freaking Armageddon hailstorm rainstorm this, uh, this past Monday, and of course it didn't happen, which I guess it's kind of a good thing. I think the last three times we've had a 100% chance of rain, we have gotten less than 500s. Yeah, well, but it, it rained though. I don't. It doesn't count unless you get a tenth. That's crap. I think I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the uh, level is, but I think if you get a hundred, a hundredth, I think they say uh, they were right. We didn't get that. They were wrong. <clears throat> yeah, of course, when it blows, you know, forty forty five miles an hour all the next day, I don't guess it really does matter. Mama was wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> My mama, my mama says farmers are so ornery because they get all them seeds, but no dry fields. Yeah. I forgot who posted that first, but I think I saw it. Did I see it on Facebook? I don't know. Oh, yeah. you had That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Me. Check it out. Um, everybody, before we go any further, we're really supposed to do how you're supposed to get the podcast at the beginning of the episode instead of the last, because chances are you're not listening in the last part of the episode. Landon right now is checking his biceps. I don't know why, but... Uh, his arm day. His, it's arm day. <laughs> I don't have arm day. I don't have any days. I have donut day. Uh, you're going to find this thing on, of course, iTunes and uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and f- it gets on Facebook. I think a few people listen to it there. It's also SoundCloud, maybe even Stitcher. And uh, you're really going to find it to the last second on my Twitter handle. That's at Trader Brent, and Landon is going to retweet it. No twit, Landon, 44. And that's how you're going to find this thing. Well, this week we, uh, we, we're we talking about different topics, and um, I'd forgotten about a text I'd sent Landon earlier in the week um, about prison in space and what it might be like. And 
I'll go ahead and say that I, it was a joke I came up with. I'm like, Landon, what is one perk about being uh, about prison in space? You don't have to worry about dropping the soap, and That's we're gonna true. get a rim shot in there. So that is true, Landon. Would you know? <laughs> I wouldn't think so. No, I've never been to space. So this week's episode, prison in space. We're going to make a pro and con list, Landon. That's what we're gonna, That's how we're going to simplify this, because we haven't even made it yet. We're just coming up with this shit off the top of our head. So uh, we're going to have a pro and con uh, list on prison in space. We're going to see how that's going to turn out. So, uh, Landon, what about you? What's your, plan- what's your planning uh, conditions right now? Finished? Uh, well, I'm going to plant some milo here in a couple weeks probably, but corn's up. It's growing. Got the water on it right now. That wind was actually nice today because I had a hose blow off, and so that wind's kind of spreading that whole of water sh- out. It's making it a little more uh, equal across the playing field there, huh? Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. I see. Let it give me a little lesson, if you can, on your wheat basis. What exactly, I don't know if it's a nationwide deal, what makes you calculate your basis? Because I know... Earlier in the year, it was 4,500. Now it's, what, 20? Oh, there's a lot of different factors. Mostly, it, it it's 20 under right now. It's mostly based off what we can sell it for and and trying to be competitive, so stay competitive. Is it your, um, you think it's the transportation a lot, that uh, storage that costs or um, factors lot, into it, it? It's a lot of things. Is it more of a nation? Does, does everybody pretty much move together from co-op to co-op? Everybody kind of on their formula. You don't we, know. We don't really call up other. Well, I know that, right. but on the grapevine, do you hear of? I'm sure you hear, you hear numbers. A few. You hear a few. We don't yeah. really base ours off that, but I see. I see. Well, that was that was the shortest education segment we've ever had, Landon. Well, I like to I like to keep it simple, there, Brent. <laughs> Somebody just sent me a text of the <laughs> meme that I just sent about my mama said, and yes, Joe. I am the one that put that out on the internet for you to see. Not originally, but I put it out for everybody to see, and you're in my list. So, anyway, hopefully he's got his comfy pants on tonight. <laughs> no, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he's got an enlarged medulla oblongata. But, uh, so, yeah, um, Landon, I've lost my train of thought. We were talking about, so, planting. You're going to plant some Milo, Landon. How's the uh, Milo market these days? Oh. It kind of follows corn. I mean, it's looking pretty good right now. Has there been? Have y'all done much business with ethanol and the Milo side of it? Oh, some. We we haven't gotten just a whole lot of Milo the last few years. What with yeah. them old darn sugar cane aphids and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, sugar cane aphids is pretty much a beast in the field. So yeah. they haven't been been as bad the last couple of years. So yeah, we might see a little bit more coming in. It depends a lot on the weather, of course. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we got done planting with our cotton. We uh, thought we was going to get it all rained on uh, Monday night, but that didn't take place. So we actually had to turn the pivots on and um, start going across it real fast with a little half inch dose to not pound it into the ground, but get it wet enough to come up. That's what she said. But uh, <laughs> so I don't really know if that's what she said or not on that one. But I just thought I had to throw it in there. So got all that done. Got everything in the barn and. Um, now we're going to start laying by corn here probably any day now. We're getting all those expensive chemicals out because we're all mostly non-GMO because the co-op has such a great marketing program for their food corn, especially the non-GMO. So um, trying to plug her for grain there, and I don't even get a response from their like second command or whatever he is. No, I'm pretty far down the Pretty far down. <laughs> echelon, echelon list. The food, yeah. Landon, say if you were on a the food chain at her for grain, would you be a? Would you be like a decomposer, or are you a little above decomposer? You know, we don't even have titles there. I'm just, I'm just Mr. Noland. Mr. Noland. <laughs> I've never heard anybody call you Mr. Noland. 
<laughs> the only title I go by is No Twit Landed 44. <laughs> That's the one you're most known for. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, yeah. is that when Dennis calls you and it's like, hey, No Twit Landed 44, <laughs> I need you yeah. to sign this ticket, this scale ticket. It's more like Nitwit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a coffee. Don't forget about draining the urinal out before you get in there. And by the way, the, ur- the urinals need uh, those new urinal cakes in there. They're starting to get a little wore down. Ooh, that would be a great job. And that's, while we're on the subject, why do they have the mat? Like, you, does your you're in the you know like the little kind of triangular mat in the urinal? Does your pee need traction that bad, or do you think it absorbs the shock? I, I think it's supposed to keep it from flying out. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I learned one thing about urinals, and um, when you wear shorts and <laughs> you go into the urinal, you have. Got the new realization of how much splashback you're getting on your pants when you go into the bathroom. Of course, I mean this is back when I was younger when I had a little more PSI to the to the pressure. But um, yeah, so get, everybody out there, just if if you go into a bathroom and you use your urinal, just assume that the guy next to you has already got probably a few ounces of his of himself on the front of his Wranglers. So uh, that's pretty nasty all in itself. Just be glad you don't live in a microscopic world where everybody can see on a microscopic level. Landon, go ahead and put that in the good ideas book right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we uh, we got cotton all done here in corn, and um, now we're uh, hopefully get another shot of rain. We can uh, put a little uh, maybe bonus corn in the ground, Landon. I'm always looking forward to that. We like bonus corn. Bonus corn in the deals. And we're talking about, notice how I didn't say acres and how many acres we planted because... No matter, well, I say this, you can brag. We're going to move into this. Humble bragging. Landon, are you aware of this? Or yes. have you been made known or just after I made you known about it? Well, I didn't know about this exact topic, but I've, I've seen it now that you've made me aware. Now that I've made you aware. It's so hard to say to make known. I don't know how it is. But anyway, there's just a little quick tip. Whenever you're talking about it, just, and I know you're probably not meaning to be braggy, but when you give like an exact number of acres, like down to the the single decimal point, like say, oh man, we just got through, man, I I just hope the Lord blesses us because we've got 2,147 acres to plant this week alone, and that's only on our small acreage, <laughs> you know? <laughs> if you don't round any lower, if you round any lower than the nearest 100 acres, no, nearest, yeah, nearest, I'll give you nearest 500 acres, you are bragging. So if you say, I've got 4,700 acres to plant your bragging. You have to say around maybe 4,900, you know, close to 5,000. Or maybe, you know, say you've really got like 2,576 acres. If you don't say, if you say anything close to 2,500, you're wrong. And we all know that you're trying to say how many acres you have in the field or how many fields of acres of how many acres of fields that you have to plant. So just a little side note there. Whenever you're saying how much you got to plant or how many acres, of course, on the flip side, Landon, when somebody asks you, so when they ask you how many acres you farm, is does it work the same way? Because now they put the ball in your court. You know what I mean? So, so how much do y'all actually farm out there? Isn't that kind of actually asking kind of how big your Johnson is? That's like saying... How big a spread you got? How big a <laughs> spread do you make there? That's like saying, oh, my Johnson is, you know, <laughs> 6.75 inches. If you, if you say anything 
over five inches, you're just bragging, even if it's true or not, which hopefully it is. Even if it's swinging between your knees. You know, anytime you enter anything with a farmer, you always want to answer second. You never yeah. want to answer first. Well, that's life. Yeah. What was your yield? Oh, mine made about 220. Well, mine made about 225. That's, that's pretty good, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you feel bad about that yield right there? You'll be able yeah. to make it next year. What if I'd have said 300? Mine made about 308. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, on the, but farmers can also... Try to outdo each other in the failure department, too. As long as that one farmer that likes to brag knows all the other farmers had a failure. Like, if they were in the middle of a big hailstorm, like a 10-mile-wide swath of hail, and there's three farmers, and the guy, you know, might have just been on the outskirts, he got like a 99% hail adjustment, you know. Um, the guy... Next to him, I guarantee he's gonna. Well, man, I got a hundred percent. It just completely wiped me out. I saw, I still saw some stalks on yours and some leaves. By God, I tell you what, there ain't nothing but the earthworms singing underneath right of mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude, you win. I mean, some some people are just guilty of the whole fish story thing. My fish is either bigger than yours or somebody beat mine in the head harder. So, um, just a little uh, more, you know, we do that little more, you know, jingle there from NBC. Do do do. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, so chop some wheat. First time, Landon, you ever chopped wheat for silage, wheatage? No, I haven't. I mean, I usually just do the corner, so it's like 50 acres. This is, uh, this is my first, uh, year ever. And that was to, not a humble brag. <laughs> that was not a humble brag. No, no, anything under 200 acres, you can say the exact amount. That's okay. Uh, yeah, so we, I chopped a circle of wheat this week, and the first time I ever did it, it had a pretty good, uh, had a pretty good outcome. Um, didn't know how it was going to turn out, but, uh, I had Landon. I, I didn't think y'all were gonna want the thirty uh, percent rye in, in the sixty acre part of it very bad, but even though I know your scale guys probably wouldn't notice the difference, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did think I would be able to sneak that much rye in there this year, like I did last year with all the kernel bunt. You did what? <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. But um, so that was pretty interesting. Sold it to a outfit there next to us. It was pretty pretty good outfit. So. Uh, Got that chopped out, so now I'm going to decide whether I'm going to plant some cover to it or uh, wait for next year. So got that all done, and now we're we got corn. We're all emerged. We're probably up to a full stand and everything. I know we uh, just got through. Uh, me and my wife went after a uh, trailer over there east of Dallas, and uh, for all of you folks that are not from Texas and you haven't really gotten to experience how big Texas is, we didn't even go like halfway across. Did we go halfway across the state? No, I don't guess we did. This was the Mount Pleasant, Texas. And every time I say Mount Pleasant, it always reminds me. Lady, did you watch Andy Griffith? Oh, yeah. Always reminds me of Mount Pilot. That, you remember Mount Pilot, don't you? Mm -hmm. it, it, uh, that was always like the town, like the bigger town you took, you know, Thelma to, you know, on a big date or something. Where the deputies had two bullets for their gun. Yeah, they, were, they had their, <laughs> no, hell, they had a full revolver. It's like, well, now I took Thelma Lou up to Mount Pilot last week to get her some new dresses. But it always reminds me, but Mount Pleasant is a lot bigger than probably Mount Pilot. Anyway, it was like, I don't know, an hour and a half east of is Dallas. Is it pleasant? It was pleasantly a lot of trees. I mean, it was this, this was Piney Woods. We were probably less than an hour from Arkansas. And that's as far east. No, I've been in Nacogdoches. I don't know if that's further east. I mean, it's obviously it's further south, but uh, I ramble. But so anyway, we went through Mount Pleasant to get a trailer, came back through uh, north Texas there, and they had corn. It was probably already getting V4, maybe V6, and um, we got through, which reminds me, we got through, we stopped in Gainesville to get some diesel, and this was, it was just freaking pouring, just sheets of rain, 
And um, so I'm standing in there under the awning of the gas pumps getting diesel. And this old lady pulls up next to me. And she's not, I mean, she's old, but she's not like scary old. And she pulls up in her car and everything. And her gas tank's on the right side of her car, which I, I assumed was a gas tank because it was a little four door sedan. I didn't know. I never, nobody ever says sedan anymore, Landon. You only hear that like in Quincy and the Rockford Files and, you know, <laughs> and like, um, the NYP, not NYPD Blues, Hill Street Blues. And, uh, do you ever watch Hill Street Blues? No. I don't know if you, I thought you were kind of into that stuff. Anyway, it was a car. It was like a silver car and it must have, it had to have been a, a foreign car. Anyway, so she gets out and she picks up a diesel, you know, a diesel nozzle as well. And I'm like, Hmm, I'm in a conundrum here because she sticks it in her deal and starts pumping. And so she's already got the diesel in her car. And I'm like, if I say something, am I automatically assuming that this, that chicks don't know the difference between gas and diesel? I mean, granted, she was, you know, an 80 year old chick, but uh, she looked like she knew what she was doing. And then I finally uh, realized that, well, from what I've known, which ain't much, uh, gas cars have the opening in their, uh, opening of their tank that only allows the size of a gas nozzle to uh, get put in there. So I'm like, well, it's got to be it's got to be a diesel car because um, there wouldn't be any way to uh, put a diesel nozzle or a gas nozzle in there. So nonetheless, I don't know really know why that story doesn't really have a point or anything, but uh, it was something to kill time. But uh, so, guys, yeah, let's get to it because I'm running out of stuff to not say. Uh, prison in space. You're going to love it. You're going to want to stay there for a vacation and we're going to put you there. With a pro and con list. We've got Radar Ricardo. He's coming up. He's going to talk about some wild and wacky weather. And um, our sponsor this week, I think maybe it's a, I can't remember if it's a catering business for a prison in space or maybe the garbage people. Anyway, um, they're going to be here to sponsor this podcast. And we'll be back with the segment, Prison in Space, Yay or Nay, on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Hello there. Warden Tammy Wanamaker, or as you can call me, Tammy One One, I am your warden in chief in that prison in the sky. Did you just get a lifetime sentence and you're just waiting on your rocket to get to your final destination? Well, you don't want that rocket to have any resistance. You don't want that ro- rocket to have any type of jerks and bobs. Well, that's why we've employed Astro Slide in all of our cells. That's right, you've heard of Astro Glide. This is Astro Slide. Because when you want to ride the white lightning in zero gravity, you're going to want Astro Slide. We will promise you there will be an endless supply of this miracle in a tube, Astro Slide. Are you in the commissary and nobody sent you any money from down on Earth? What are you going to do? Well, you might just have to sell yourself. And don't forget to take your Astro Slide with you because Lord knows Bubba doesn't like any resistance in his payment system. You can call me 1-1-Tammy-Tammy. I can't remember my name anymore. But just know, you belong to the Lord. But your ass belongs to me. That's right. I watch Shawshank Redemption every night I can. Astro Slide from the makers of Rocket Up Your Butt. Buy it today until you can't use a credit card in space. Hey, by the way, you were in prison, right? Like for a little bit or whatever? Oh man, that was a lot of work for me. Oh, 
This is Arena Ricardo, a de la serie, bringing your Australian Fumble Podcast weather update. Well, Brent, it's more crazy weather coming at you, but I'm just looking at the weather this morning. I know we're getting out a day later, whatever, and Landon's probably going to get all pissed off because he showed up on a Tuesday night and it's not going to come at you like a Thursday morning. But you know, hey, <laughs> you know, I, sometimes you got to tell who runs the show, huh? Huh? Nah. Hey, Bato, man, you got you got the severe thunderstorms coming at you. They're not, like, started yet or whatever, but they're, like, supposed to, like, fire up, like, the dry line. Hey, Bato, I see why you called it the dry line farmer podcast, huh? Because it's, like, it's, like, always present sometimes, you know, and sometimes it's not, but whatever. But it's over in, like, the, uh, like, kind of eastern New Mexico right now. It's, like, 7.23 on Thursday morning. That's when I'm recording this. So, uh, hopefully it stays over there, Vato, because I know you had a lot of pizza trouble yesterday with sprinklers or whatever, and I know you need to rain pretty bad, so hopefully we'll send some your way, and, um, you know, it's not like, I mean, I'm not God or whatever, you know, I can't, I can't send the storms personally, you know what I'm saying, you know, but, uh, hey, it's not, at least it's not a red flag warning, they say, like, they're giving, like, condition code reds now or something like it's, uh, Pizza Army or something, you know, code red, you know, like in a few good men, ha, <laughs> Well, hey, you stay safe out there and uh, just be on the lookout. Look at the sky. And I, do I really need to give you the uh, the precautionary, you know, warning? Like, find the lowest part of the house. Get in an interior room. You know, put a pizza mattress over your over yourself in the bathtub or whatever. With, you know, preferably with your chica, you know. Hey, you get a little nasty when it gets nasty outside. I'm like, oh. Hey, this week's sponsor, you've heard of Astro Glide. This is Astro Slide. For all you inmates going into prison in orbit. This is Rito Ricardo de los Edio. I don't know why I'm looking at my phone, Landon, for the time. I've got a computer there. I've got a watch here. Uh, there's a clock on the wall. <laughs> That's how addicted are we are to, to our phones. Of course, Landon, does yours tell the time? It does. It does. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay. I'm going to turn the volume up so we can... There we go. Now Woo-hoo. we can hear each other. It's prison and space time. Pros and cons on the Dryland Farmer Podcast. Just asking Landon what uh, if there was any movies about a prison being in space. The only thing I can think of, I thought Alien had a, it had like a penal colony in one of those sequel movies. I can't remember what it was, but uh, anyway, I don't know. It was kind of relevant. So yeah, prison in space, Landon. I just, I don't know. It just kind of came to me the other day. I was like, what are what it would be like? And um, actually, it started out with a joke, the whole dropping the soap thing. So and uh, since we're there, I would think that I would have to be on the pro side. Of being, I mean, you don't have to worry about dropping it because no. you can't drop anything in space. That's technically, true. That's I mean. true. There's no gravity. There's very little gravity. So that I've already got my first pro in there. What's your first pro? My first pro is you would find out if your family or your spouse actually loved you to the moon and back. <laughs> if if they came to visit you, yeah. <laughs> I would say that would show a lot of dedication. That, mm-hmm. A lot of dedication. That actually goes into one of my cons. And that would be collect calls would be extremely expensive. Yeah, that's true. You think they've got satellite phones up there, or what do you what do you they, think? They're gonna have to have something because I know on all the prison shows they've got they've just got like that stainless steel wall with the like all they've got you know just the numbers and the star and the pound and then they got the old uh, receiver on the uh, you know on the cable on the cable cord there. So I know collect calls are probably pretty expensive. Um, yeah, all new. I think there'd be all new set of nicknames. You know, up in space. Like, for instance, I know if you became somebody's bitch, 
<laughs> Chances are you would be called the astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be anybody's bitch in prison on Earth. You don't want to be anybody's astronaut in space. It's true because that's kind of what we're talking about. All the all the penises would be up. <laughs> <laughs> well, do they give you briefs in prison or do you get boxers? I don't know. I, I, don't I think know. it would have to be. You would have to wear briefs. So that would be is a brief a pro or a con? Because I don't, I wear the mixture. I wear the boxer briefs. So I think, I think when it comes to prison, anything brief is a con. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, is a pro. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you you hope you have a brief stay, if yeah. for sure. <laughs> Which that that brings me up to one of my my first con is time. So. So one day on the moon is like 29 and a half days on Earth. <laughs> yeah, that whole uh, conversion system there is kind of a... So if you have one year... But, no, no, no. a no. year. But when it comes to a year, though, it's only 27.3 days for a year. It's but, weird. But, yeah. but on the flip side, though, so on Earth, we count a day as a rotation. Mm-hmm. Well... You can rotate. You can. They can circle the Earth in how long? How long does it take for the space station to go around the Earth? Well, it says length of what I've I've got a chart pulled up, and it says length of day on the Moon is twenty nine and a half days. We're not talking on the Moon. We're talking in just orbiting Earth is what I was saying. No. Are you saying on the Moon? Because I mean, I yes, length length of day on the Moon is like twenty nine and a half. But days But the prison's here. in space. It's not on what which right. So you're yeah, going by okay. prison time. Yeah, but. Prison time is a long time. But the orbital period on Earth is 365 days, and it's only 27.3 days. Oh, on the moon. So it's, okay. it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird mixture of uh, math there. Yeah. I was never very good at it. I'm trying to think of any more new nicknames, but astronaut just came, yeah. <laughs> really came to the... Really came to the front of the line there. Yeah, the, the half astronaut. What what's, <laughs> half astronaut? What's what's another one of your pros, Brent? I've got a interesting conjugal visits. Yeah, I would think because first of all, you got to get your honey or your man up there with you, you know. And what if like and right like right now, America is like hitching rides on Russian uh, spaceship or you know huh. space shuttles. You know, since we hadn't done a space shuttle since what the last one was in like two thousand or whatever. It's, it's been, been a years. While. So we just hitch her. We send an astronaut on a ride with the Russians nowadays. So uh, sending up a bunch of conjugals to space. Yeah. Do you think they send that much vodka? Is there, they, they probably fuel the damn rocket with vodka, liquid so. hydrogen and liquid vodka, which I've never seen solid vodka. Well, true, I have coming true. back up. I have it's kind of a mixture. But uh, yeah, interesting conjugal visits. I mean, how do you? How would you do it in space? I mean, is it, there's all? Is there a lot of Velcro involved? I I don't know. <laughs> Well, this this bed on the ceiling is for us. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I, I've always never understood the conjugal visit aspect of prison. I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't want to watch that. I would. Do you, Do you think they have to have a supervisor? I would imagine so. You think they? You think like the woman comes in tips. to service her husband or her boyfriend, and she's like slipping him something through? Oh. I, I'm sure they've seen all kinds of stuff. Oh. That However, bad. back to some pros. Lifting weights would be easy. <laughs> you can never get cut in prison <laughs> in space because you never have any gravity to yeah. put on your. That is interesting. Of course, they've all they've ever got on the space station is the exercise bike, which I mean that doesn't go anywhere. Of course, it's true. Yeah, lifting weights would be very simple. You wouldn't see you know Bubba over there lifting a two four fifty four small you know big blocks on on a, on a barbell <laughs> or you know on a, yeah. So uh, yeah, so getting uh, being the strongest guy in prison would be pretty hard to obtain. Mm-hmm. You'd have to kind of start out that way. 
I mean, since everything you eat is pretty much a liquid diet because everything is in those pouches, you know, like you got your uh, liquid peas and your, uh, of course, I know in prison down here, they've got weevils and all of it. So I don't know how they're going to get the weevils and all that stuff up there. True. You think they'd have do some interesting science experiments on the prisoners in space? Uh, probably would. You know, get you can get you can get your get your sin sentence shortened. sentence reduced on good behavior and experiments. On science experiments, nice. Well, let's see, later. Um, yeah, a con would be everybody that wants as a kid growing up wanted to be an astronaut. I think that would come to a quick end. If if there was a whole lot of prisoners at the space station, <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm gonna pass on being the astronaut and go for the doctor. Why'd you kill this guy? Because I wanted to go to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> commit armed robbery. Yeah, and what if uh, like um, say say you're uh, say you get convicted and go to prison. They send you up there, and then it turns out you get your your uh, conviction overturned. But you've got to wait like four years for the next space shuttle. <laughs> yeah. So you've got your the guys with you have absolutely nothing to lose, and you've still got some hope left in your life. Mm. You would really want to hope that conviction is around the next launch site. True. But the the good news is, as far as pros goes, it would be easy to get over the fence. <laughs> yeah. But the con is there's not really anywhere to go. No, uh, yeah. The the desert is the is the is the prison. True. Yeah. Yeah. Now there was one movie. Was it Face Off? Where yeah, Face Off, where the prison's out on like a uh, out in the middle of the ocean with John Travolta and Nick Cage. That's Remember? a lot of movies. The Rock and Escape from Alcatraz. Well, no, this is like a like an oil platform type deal. Oh okay. no, not an island. This is oh, out okay. in the middle of the ocean. Like they they put on those uh, like magnetic boots or something that locks everybody down if like somebody gets out of hand. Oh, nice. So I guess they could wear. I guess they could put magnetic boots on them in space. That would keep them. Unless they just got some like really really strong Velcro from the conjugal visits, they just have like a roof of the barbed wire <laughs> yeah. above the, where the the wreck grounds are. Yeah, you and dunk, what would the you could dunk a basketball pretty easy? <laughs> what would the yard be like? Yeah, I mean basketball is out of the question. Can you smoke in prison? I mean on the moon? Like, well, well, I don't think there's enough oxygen on yeah, the moon. So no, you, so you couldn't yeah. have any smoke. So there goes your currency. Well, now let's land now. If we're saying this thing is on the moon. Everybody's wearing a suit all the time. They're always kicking up dust. You know, there's, I guess, a pro for the. What about the people that work there, the staff, the officers? The guards? That, yeah. that would be a con. That would be a con. I mean, their keys are on their belt. They're always floating everywhere, sticking them in the stomach and everything. And You know what else? What would be a con what? in space prison? All the people that are convicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And being stuck with them. So okay, so cons. what would the what would the guards have for defense devices? You know, because does a gun with a gun, the bullet would never stop. What would are it? some? I don't. You'd shoot high. That's I mean, for and sure. if you hit him with a bat, wouldn't they just like move away with the bat and it wouldn't hurt as bad? Got to be some kind of taser. Yeah, mm. I guess there would have to be tasers. And what about... <laughs> Maybe you get in that freaking robot suit that that chick gets in on in, Ro- in Alien. In Alien. Oh, yeah. the uh, Yeah, that would be awesome. But it was magnetized, though. It was still... I don't think they... Do you think they get, like... So in Prison on Earth, they get yard time. Do they get gravity time <laughs> in, in space? Yeah, I guess so. You, if you, if you uh, break one more rule, you're, <laughs> you're going to be floating on your ass for the next year and a half in solitary. 
Yeah. So how do they do executions in on the moon? I'd say now if you're an officer, it's a it's a pro. But if you're a convict, it's a it's a it's a con. It is. Don't you think it's kind of convenient that we have a pro and con convict <laughs> list? <laughs> that was my joke just a second ago. I wouldn't listen. One of the cons is all the people in there. Oh. No, that's not how I took it. Anyway. Okay. I thought I thought you missed that. <laughs> I I did miss that. You're right. I did miss that. So, um instead of so they don't have to put you to sleep, do they do they wait for everybody to come the witnesses to like, get on a spaceship and get up there or do that I mean the curtain's always going to be floating in front of the window that they look through. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess they could tape it down, <laughs> but everything. I guess so. But uh I mean, all they have to do is put you in the airlock and then just hit the button. I mean, that's I guess so. You don't you like die instantly? You like don't your all your blood vessels explode? And your do you look like do you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's daydreaming about breaking the windows on Mars and Total Recall? That was awesome. You get the claymation face. The clay. <laughs> I wonder if like the the lethal injection stuff comes in one of those little packets like the food <laughs> the pouches. <laughs> <laughs> he's got it's like a ziploc bag it's floating up to the syringe <laughs> yeah, he, he's got to catch it with his syringe or whatever i think they should just turn them out and like let them float into space yeah i mean you don't have to bury them or anything i mean because we know hanging is out of the question <laughs> you know you're not gonna get <laughs> yeah you're, you're not gonna get much down. pull on the rope yeah <laughs> <laughs> Or, I mean, I guess that would be the ultimate ultimate execution. They put you in a noose, and then they open up the airlock, so you either break your neck first or your lungs explode. Yeah. I think they should give them some equipment, say, if you can build your own rocket ship and survive getting back into the atmosphere, you can go for it. Yeah, more, if you can just survive re-entry yeah. and have at it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't know. I think the biggest con is for the guys that get their convictions overturned. And uh, they have to stay up there. Do you think they get to hang out with like the guards during like break time or whatever? Because you know they're union guys. Yeah, you would think so. So uh, playing cards would be hard <laughs> in prison. A, Dominoes, yeah, fly, floating around. Smoking a cigarette would probably be pretty tough. I mean, of course, if you're on the moon, I would think you would put you could put a talk about hot boxing it. You put it. You slide a cigarette inside of your spacesuit. Because yeah. <laughs> does the smoke ever dissipate if it doesn't have oxygen to burn into? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're just walking around with this smoky mask on and everything. Mm. Uh, interesting stuff. I don't know. Yeah, stuff. it would be interesting. Yeah. Um, Probably no dominoes were being played. That was everybody'd always see your dominoes because they're floating off the table. I wonder if there'd be any work release in prison on the moon. <laughs> like in Star Wars, I gotta go clean the evaporators or something. Yeah. Is there a lot of litter on the moon? <laughs> Got those guys like adopting a highway. Yeah, making them rake it to make all the <laughs> yeah. Of course then a con of that is there would be a whole bunch of idiots and dumbasses on pl- Earth that don't even think they're on the moon. <laughs> they yeah, don't even believe oh, they landed true. on the moon. They just think they're in some Hollywood studio. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good reality show, Prison on the Moon. That would be. I think I think we've got something there. Let's go hit somebody up for a for a deal here. Yeah, that's pretty pretty boss. And the uh, the prison farm would be pretty <laughs> it wouldn't be very productive, I wouldn't no. think. It'd have to be all in a greenhouse or whatever and the moon would have to literally be made of cheese to <laughs> really produce anything. There. We're pulling all the stops out now, yeah. people. <laughs> Moon dust, yeah. Uh, you think so? I mean, moon. Ro- uh oh, that one's gone. Nope, off the top of the wall. But there's two people on base, so that's kind of God. He's fat and he's running fast. It would be good for the kids, though. That would be a pro. The kids that get to go visit you, they get to go to the moon. Get to ride on an airplane. 
Well, how'd you get to go to the moon? Well, my dad killed my mom. And so <laughs> stuck her in a freezer or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, the escape. I mean, the the pro is no escapes. I mean, there's absolutely no escapes. Yeah, where are you gonna go? I to? mean, you're not building your own. I mean, unless you're MacGyver, and even MacGyver didn't build a spaceship. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Go to Mars? I mean, yeah. And while we're on the subject, what is so? Why is everybody? I mean, I think I love. I always love talking about space stuff when I was a kid. And I still do now. But everybody acts like we need an exit plan from Earth, and Mars is the place to go. Um, have you not seen Total Recall? Have you not seen The Martian? Have you not seen? Have you not seen science books? It's another, how far is it, like how far is Mars from Earth? And then, so I, so I know Earth is like 93 million miles from uh, the sun. So Mars is like, what? I'd say it's, it takes a few months to get there. I'm going to guess Mars is like 150 million miles from the sun or something. I don't know. So long, you know, the longest short of it is it's cold there. There's no water. And even and they'll get all like get this hard on when they think they found bacteria or something oh, that yeah. used to grow on Mars, you know, billions of years ago. Oh, look, there was life down there. Yeah, dude, it couldn't even you know it couldn't even sing the Star Spangled Banner, so I'm not even interested. And you better really like potatoes and your boss's mixtape because that's <laughs> that's what you're going to be dealing with. Because there is no music and no yeah yeah you are going to lose weight probably. Let's see, Mars. How much gravity does Mars have? Does that belong? Yeah, it's got gravity because um. The rovers are all, I guess it's got about the same gravity as Earth because those rovers roll around on there. Yeah, Matt Damon was getting around pretty good. Yeah, Matt Damon walked around, and that was real. I believed it because I saw it on TV. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, what? Or, or colonize the moon. What are you going to do on the moon? What are you going to colonize it with? Yeah. You know how long You know how long I've been waiting on a concrete guy to get here? They, <laughs> think, they think they're going to get a concrete guy to the moon in timely fashion? Harlan's uh, heading up space. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, I love that name. I love that name. Well, guys, we're getting longer in the segment, so we're going to get out of here. We're going to try to keep these a little shorter than what we've been doing. But uh, if, if y'all think of something about prison in space, shoot us a tweet. Nobody tweets us. We feel lonesome. Or Facebook us or something because uh, – it's just it gets lonesome. We we talk we act like we're talking to ourselves one on one, and we don't know if anybody. I mean, we see the numbers on the downloads. It's like we're on the moon. <laughs> That's right, Lana. Can you do a podcast from the moon? I guarantee you, if you could get a podcast started on the moon, that would be legit. Yeah, that would be legit. All right, guys. Well, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Prison uh, in space or on the moon? As Landon was just he he was adamant about getting it on the moon. So and. You know, everybody says, oh, man, that dude's from outer space. Isn't the Earth in outer space? I mean, yeah. where is inner space? Inner? I barely knew her. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll end with that. Everybody, hope you have a great time. And uh, Midwesterners, we really hope you all uh, find some uh, dry fields out there because we know you got to get that in the ground. So until next time, everybody, y'all stay safe out there. And we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by... No, I'm not doing this one. No! You do it! You son of a bitch, we paid for the time! Ooh. Giving her money back. Click! Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, and now a member of the Global Ag Network. 2019.